Good morning, everyone. Um, it's Micah, and I am coming to you this morning um, after it's been a very long couple of weeks for me, but I have a vacation coming up, so um, it should get a little better for me um, as I get a chance to relax coming up. But I wanted to make a quick live video. Uh, we're going to talk for about 20, 25 minutes or so about um, how to get your small business ready for the recession. Um, I first want to lay the groundwork of um, talking about a recession and uh, how Main Street versus um, Wall Street are talking about the recession because that's a very important thing to kind of understand. And if you haven't been impacted yet in your small business, and anyway, whether from the supply chain side, from the labor side, um, or from the consumer side in terms of what they're spending, what you're paying, and how you're organizing your labor, then you will be uh, eventually. And uh, so we're going to talk a little bit about that today. Um, but before we do that, I'm Michael Logan. This is The Common Sense Show. You're listening to The Common Sense Show. If you've just started a new business, or if you're just thinking about it, this podcast is for you. Micah Logan has a stellar track record coaching small businesses to achieve six-figure revenue streams. The advice on this show is what has allowed him to have over 15 years of experience as an entrepreneur. Here is your host. All right. So, um... Let's get going. Um, we're going to first start with the fact that um, there was an article in CNBC that was talking about how Main Street is convinced that a recession will hit the U.S. economy this economy this year. And just remember, it's important to uh, factor in the fact that oftentimes CNBC and a lot of the business major news, uh, mainstream media business outlets like to survey both Main Street, uh, the Main Street uh, folks, small business owners. Uh, investment fault small investment firms and folks like this about the economy but they also do so on the opposite side wall street big large corporations big large investment firms and things like that so um but today we're going to take more of a main street perspective when it comes to what's happening with um this with the economy and how small business owners feel about it and so um here's the article from cnbc that talks about main street is convinced that a recession will hit the U.S. economy this year, but what I want to focus on are some of the main points in this article. So Main Street and Wall Street are often at distance when it comes to the state of the economy, and a lot of that has to do with the fact that Wall Street has way more money than Main Street in aggregate. Um, it's a lot; of, it's very concentrated there, and, and they're very insulated in a lot of ways from the effects of um, the economy, um, which is why when th really bad things happen, they don't have the resiliency of a uh, of a main street operator who has the um, you know who typically has to deal with the boots on the ground stuff issues and uh, has to deal with the challenges that could make or break their company um, so here in this article uh, CNBC conducted a survey that found that more than half of economists and investment professionals expect that the Fed will fail in its mission to engineer a soft landing for the economy. That is something that is probably a no-brainer for some of you who are looking at this or listening to this, um, and for others um, who expected the government to figure it out. Um, it's 
it's unlikely that they're going to find the exact right mixture of when to hike or not to hike interest rates, how to uh, manipulate the Fed to ensure that inflation doesn't get all wacky. There's just going to be some disjointing there, and it's going to, in the meantime, affect the people who are closest to the effects of inflation, which are you and me, the people who are running the small businesses, uh, have the jobs, are consumers um, who are going out and, and have to pay for gas and baby formula and things like this. And obviously, we started seeing some effects when it comes to that. So C, uh, CNBC did a, uh, did a small business survey um, for the second quarter of this year. So that is April, May, and June. And inflation was the top concern for small business owners, polled by CNBC, and their business outlook is negative. And maybe you agree with this outlook because maybe you feel the same way. It goes on to say that the survey finds few small business owners seeing any bright spots in the current economy. Just 6% rate the current state as excellent as 18, and 18% as good, while 31% rate it as fair and 44% rate it as poor. Uh, you know, for some businesses right now, the economy is doing really well. Um, and uh, for a lot of businesses out there who are feeling the tail effects of the COVID shutdowns a couple of years ago, never able to kind of regain their footing. Um, and there is a tail there. And some industries are feeling this. And it's in the supply chain, but it's also in client uh, customer acquisition as well. Um and they make a, you know, they do state that while the survey's small business confidence index ticked up for the first time in the Biden administration due to responses on core index questions related to immigration policy, there was a 3% increase to 36% among small business owners who described the current business condition as good. So that's positive that um, in a very small case that some small business owners felt that their um, their business conditions were good. Um, however, it, it remains near its all-time lows and well below the pre-pandemic baseline. I mean, there was a there was. It's hard to kind of argue that there wasn't a cliff that happened when COVID came and then the the lockdowns, shutdowns, capacity restrictions, and delayed openings um, were implemented, and it it just threw small business owners and Main Street in general into a complete whirlwind, like a tailspin. A tailspin. Um, so there was another survey done by CNBC that was conducted of the general public. And um, <clears throat> about 77%, now this was interesting to me, 77% of the general public expected a recession to occur this year. And I wonder if they're talking about the general public, not all of the general public are small business owners. In fact, I would argue that most of the general public uh, are not small business owners, but there's something that they're feeling and they're seeing that makes them feel like a recession's coming. And I think that one of those things are the combination of the increase in gas prices, the increase of inflation, and the unavailability of a lot of the things that they're used to getting due to those supply chain issues. It just feels like there's something not right and what that to, to the general public and what that feeling is, is making them feel a little uncertain when it comes to the economy. So 38% of small business owners say inflation is their biggest concern. Uh, twice as many rated that um, over supply chain disruptions 
and well above COVID and labor shortages, which is all kind of this whole pot, this cauldron, probably I should say, of issues are major issues that have some serious uh, staying power. Um, and so there's something, you know, so that's that's a concern as well. Um, majority of small business owners, about 75% surveyed, say they are currently experiencing a rise in the cost of their supplies. But as much as they need to offset those rising costs by raising prices, the CNBC survey found that more are hesitant to pass on price hikes to consumers who are already hit hard by inflation. You know, this is actually a real concern. I've talked to small business owners and it is already hard enough to survive as a small business at the moment, especially if you were already behind on some of your COVID bills or your rent because the landlord um, was charging you during the shutdown or because you are having to pay back some of the back rent um, in your retail spot because the landlord is asking for that back now, or if you've had other bills that normally would have been paid um, on, at a regular clip, you know, the, you know, we don't we don't talk deeply enough. I think when we talk about COVID, about you know, we talk about the the condition and the medical piece itself, of course, which is important. However, we don't talk about when it comes to small business that. A lot of the bills that were outstanding due or put on pause are now coming due for small business owners. And so in addition to trying to get customers back who may be slow to come back, you also have we also have to deal with the fact that these bills have to be paid back in addition to paying the current bills, in addition to trying to get customers back. And that recipe can be hard for small business owners and it is a real thing that I don't think that many are actually addressing right now. And small business owners, because of the of the <clears throat> just the thought in general of trying to get back their customers who may have slowed down due to COVID, are very hesitant to start charging an inordinate amount for things that their customers are not used to paying or charging in an amount that seems way above and beyond what they normally would. Now you can make the argument that good business demands that you should actually um, make sure that you're getting that money back. But there, you have to strike a balance between what consumers are willing to pay and how they want to patronize your business and how to and keeping them happy and the perceived value of what you're offering with the fact that you're getting pelted with these costs or these increased costs um, due to um, due to where we are at the moment. It says the percentage of those, and when it says those talking about small business owners who are raising prices is down from 47% to 40% quarter over quarter. So just 17% say now is a good time for businesses to raise prices in general. About half the number, 35%, who say now is a bad time to raise prices. Almost half, 47%, have mixed opinions on whether now is a good or bad time to raise prices. So what am I seeing right now? I'm seeing business owners who honestly don't know what to do because you start raising prices right now and then people are going to be like, well, <clears throat> look, I have to drive to you to get into, you know, to get to your business and gas is already really high. And then I'm already paying a lot more for my groceries and I'm paying a lot more for other things. And 
by the way, I work for someone and I only got a 3% raise if I got that. So and if, if inflation is at 8%, 8.9%, and you have a 3% COLA raise, you're already behind the eight ball. So, you know, where is all this extra money coming from? Well, we'll talk about that in a minute um, from the consumer side. But on the small business side, yeah, it's no wonder that half, almost uh, almost half of small business owners have mixed opinions about whether or not they should be rising prices and um, whether or not, um, and with with 35% in general saying um, it's a bad time to raise prices. That's a big chunk of small business ownership that feels either conflicted or don't feel like it's a good time to raise prices. And, you know, do I agree with that? I think I agree depending on what kind of business you're in and how you're running. And if you're, you have to assess whether or not your customers have to travel to your business. And do you feel like what you're offering um, to your customers has ha- generates enough value where even a price increase will still have them feel like they're getting the benefit, um, have them feel like they are making out over you when it comes to this. So there's a lot of things to consider when it comes to this, to, to, to whether or not to raise prices, including um, what might happen to your, your customers or consumers um, if you if you do decide to raise prices. So it says, while this finding contrasts with other recent small business surveys showing the price increases are still a requirement for the majority of small businesses given the input cost inflation, the CNBC data matches a bleaker business outlook found in other recent Main Street data. Well, the reason why I'm sure that the study contrasts with other recent small business surveys is because small business owners have to make decisions rather quickly. And they have to change their mind and make decisions rather quickly. And by the way, um, every day is like, I feel like it's like a month in small business ownership. And so as a result of having to change, you know, their business strategy, how they deal with customers and how they present their offering at the moment and how they try to drive more value for the consumers, small business owners have to make daily decisions about how and when and where to get their their inventory because they're competing with companies that are much bigger. And well, how do you do that? You know, if you are, if you don't have the buying power of a bigger company, um, says the national federation of independent businesses, business monthly survey shows the outlook for business conditions at the lowest level in its history. And that bearish view has increased sharply. The percentage of small business owners who expect conditions to worse, to be worse in the next six months had a negative, a net negative 49% in March, the most recent month for which data is available, increasing from a net negative of 35% the previous month in August. That reading was at a net negative of 28%. And honestly, yeah. I mean, why wouldn't the business outlook be poor given what we just talked about earlier? Um, Eric Groves, the co-founder and CEO of the online small business uh, <clears throat> platform Alignable did some research on how small business owners feel at the moment. His firm's research on small business had anticipated sales back to pre-pandemic levels continuing to shift out in time. So here's the interesting thing that they found. They found that at the end of 2021, every month of its data has shown a shift in outlook in when Main Street expects to be back to full recovery. At the beginning of the year, that's 2022, 
the expected recovery was Q1 of 2023. So about a year, it would take about 12 months, additional months, to recover from back to the pre-pandemic level. So we're talking, um, well, the pandemic roughly started on a Main Street level with the shutdowns um, in about March 2020. So we're talking about the end of 2029 through the beginning of 20, excuse me, the, the end of 2019 to the beginning of 2020. And so now we're talking about small business owners expecting a recovery, you know, initially at the beginning of 2022, at the Q1 of 2023. And now that has been adjusted, they're saying in their surveys, <clears throat> to a lot of people not feeling like a full recovery would be coming until Q4 2023. So, <clears throat> yeah, so that's about a, an additional year and three quarters before small business owners would start feeling customers and business returning to normal. If you're a small business owner or you're thinking about going into small business, one of the things you have to think about is, do you feel like you can survive that long <clears throat> in your business to, to make sure that you can bounce back to the point where where you want to be um you know q4 of 2023 is a long time from now right i mean look we're in june of 2022 and if you go by what looks like to be a shift in outlook to when full recovery might happen based off of people on the ground who were actually doing the work main street q q4 2023 you know we're talking about um you know, October, you know, 2023. Can you last that long? That's something that, that we need to think about. Um, so uh, he continues to say the customers were not he. I'm talking about um, Eric Groves, the CEO and co-founder of the small business platform, Alignable, said the customers are not coming back as fast as they thought and inflation is squeezing margins. And with all that going on, it's not surprising that the sentiment is that a recession is coming. Grove said, the ability to shift pricing to customers is not as strong as it is for big box businesses, which is true. Big box businesses control the inventory uh, mostly. They have better buying power. Um, and in some cases, their shift in cost to customers because of their buying power is, I don't want to say fractional, but it's a lot less it's a lot less impactful on a per dollar basis than it would be at a small business level, given the amount of inventory, the buying power, and the ability to deploy capital on inventory in advance. So, um, so yeah, prices are going up everywhere. They, they're rising much faster in small businesses than they are in um, big box businesses. And so customers are have slowed down not, and not coming back to small businesses as much. Inflation is going up. So there's a lot of reasons. There's a lot of, there's a lot of actual you know, things that we can point to as to why small business owners may feel like they do. Um, the challenge for many small businesses, the article continues, on Main Street has been the ability to access inventory. They need to sell at a competitive rate. I just spoke about that, which remains much lower than for big retailers. They're not getting their fair share of the widget. Eric Grove said, the percentage of small businesses indicating that they are back to at least 90% of pre-pandemic revenue, which has been a sign of health, is dropping again, according to Alignable, from 40% to 27% in its most recent data as they attempt to compete against better, uh, much better economies of scale. So 
as time has progressed in initial surveys, small business owners have actually <clears throat> they're 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 they probably predicted that their customers are coming back, and you may be experiencing this too if you're listening to this podcast. Um, they they may have really thought that their small businesses were going to be bouncing back really fast, um, and they they may have started off stronger, but now that is slowing. So you have even less, or uh, excuse me, fewer businesses that are saying that they're that they're reaching that ninety percent to twenty nineteen basically um, levels. Um, so I think we understand the challenges of what's going on right now in small business. Challenges include the fact that small businesses have all the issues that we talked about, customers returning slowly, challenges with inventory, challenges with um, labor, challenges with supply chain, challenges with accessing credit in some cases, challenges with the fact that demand is slowed down, and the fact that they have reduced buying power when compared to the big box retail shops um, or even big box like, service providers. Um, so I don't like to just talk about negative things on this show. I like to actually be solution oriented. So let's be solution oriented. And so what are some of the things that small business owners on Main Street can do in order to try to write the ship or try to prepare for what could be a recession that's coming in 2023. Well, there are seven things that I wanted to talk about briefly that you could do as a small business owner to try to make your business as recession resilient as possible. And these suggestions are going to be something that I think that when implemented tomorrow, you can see some success with. So let's start with number one. So the first thing that you can do if you are a small business owner and you are trying to, or a business owner in general, even if you're a medium-sized business, um, and you want to make sure that you um, can become recession resilient, is to create a business budget if you don't have one. Really dive in to your business budget to see what you're spending, to see what your business is costing you, and to see where your money is going. Are you spending extraneous amounts of money on things that you're not using? Are you spending money on customer relationship management tools that you're not using? Are you spending money on advertising channels that have not been effective for you? Are you spending money on excess inventory for products that don't sell as well? It's really important to dig into your metrics and your KPIs to see what it is that's selling in your business right now, what it is that's not selling um, right now, what it is that your money is going to and being applied to and making decisions based off of that. Which brings us to our point number two, which is it's time to start getting as lean as possible. So in your business, you may have a lot of areas where you are blowing money out the doors trying to support your business, which is fair enough. In a good economy, it's fine. You can do this. But right now, it's it's time to get as lean as possible. Do you have to have two two or three people managing the same process? Can you get by with two or one? Um, can you get by with a full-time or and a part-time person as opposed to two full-time people? Um, are you spending too much money on inventory and um, trying to stock up on certain things that you feel like will drive the cost down? But is that taken away from other areas where you could be spending money like on client acquisition and marketing? That's something that you should think about as well. So 
getting as lean as possible is important. Cutting operational costs that doesn't impact your ability to service your <clears throat> your customers or fulfill your obligations. However, get as lean as possible to make sure that your business can survive. Um, number three, dial in or, dialing in inventory needs and ordering. It's time that you put your um, inventory needs and your ordering to the absolute critical test. It's time to make it a, you know, it has to be a science. You should know where you're spending your money, how much of your money is going out in inventory. <clears throat> what is it costing you? Can you re can you reduce your freight charges? Can you reduce, um, can you rearrange your logistics? Um, can you go further upstream and try to drop your costs and your margins? Maybe put some of your widgets together at your shop with a reduced staff to, to drive down costs. Are there adjustments that you can make in inventory that won't slaughter you um, on the uh, on the inventory side? You don't want inventory sitting on the shelves right now and simultaneously you want to move it. So you have a, we have a, you know, a type A, type B error problem, right? Which is that on one end, you have the fact that you need to make sure that you have just enough inventory to continually um, satisfy your customer base. And then at this other time, you want to make sure it's just not sitting there because inventory sitting is inventory wasted. You want to be selling it and moving it. So what do you do? You want to keep your, your marketing going, but at the same time, you want to just <clears throat> maybe maybe now is the time to try to cut out some of your supply chain middlemen and go further upstream. Think about that. Number four, focus internally. It's time now to get your systems and your processes improvements in place. And it's time to get out uh, to service your existing customers. Communicate more, communicate more frequently, communicate better, um, service them better offer them a greater um, ability to interact with your business, keep your customer service at a, at a um, high level, and really try to focus in on customer relationships right now. When you have good customer relationships in business, those people tend to stay with you during hard times like recessions. So focus internally is a big thing. Number five, maintain your marketing budget. Maintain your marketing budget. Whatever you do, Whatever you drop in your business, do not drop your marketing budget. Marketing budgets are so important for driving customers into your business. You want to make sure that the people coming into your business, um, <clears throat> that you have the ability to continue to fill the customer acquisition bucket. The only way to do that is to not drop your marketing dollars. Those dollars are so important to delivering a high level of um high level revenue to your business. Like, you know, customers feed your business. Obviously sales are what feed your business. Do not drop your marketing budget. That's the first thing that people cut. That is not one of, you don't want to, that to be the first thing you want to, you want to cut. Look at, look at uh, wasted uh, inventory, look at broken systems, look at um, inefficient labor, redundancies in your labor, look at redundancies in your operations that are, are, are uh, money wasters and then make cuts there before you start cutting your marketing budget. Six, find slightly cheaper ways to deliver your service. That's something that is going to vary depending on what industry you're in. Obviously, restaurants, the restaurant industry and um, the fitness industry and uh, manufacturing all service uh, in different ways, but they all have the ability to deliver 
as well um, to customers? Is there a way that you can reduce your cost and your delivery system to your customers? That's something to think about. And number seven, the last one I have, the seventh point is utilize technology. We know that there's a labor shortage right now, and we know that businesses, small businesses and big businesses alike are having issues with getting labor back into the workplace. So are there ways that you can eliminate positions that you haven't been able to fill in by leveraging technology that will make operating your business a little cheaper? Um, you don't have to pay benefits to um, technology. So is that is there something that you can do in business to ensure that technology leverage is going to help make your business more efficient without driving up your labor costs? These are seven ways that you can actually stay recession resilient. Um, if there, if the recession indeed does come next year, um, try to implement these um, these processes. Try to also um, write down some of the things I said today. Implement it. I love to hear from you. I did a survey on my Instagram. Had a, a few hundred respondents. And the next time I come on, I'm going to give you those stats. Um, about how small business owners and people in general are feeling right now about the economy. But that will be next time because I ran out of time. But thank you for tuning in today and I'll talk to you soon. Take care.